0: All right. Welcome back to the Keeping It Real with KC podcast. I, of course, am your host, KC Phoenix, and we are doing another Conversations with KC episode. And again, like what happened with Wajid when he was on my show, this lighting in this room, for those of you who are watching, you know the deal. (laughs) So here we are. I have a wonderful guest today who I am looking very forward to having a conversation with, And I will go ahead and let my guest introduce herself.
1: That must be me, right? (laughs) (laughs) I'm Carol Starr. I'm an astrologer. I consider myself an empath and a psychic. So I do a little of everything and I put them all together. And I've been doing this for 30 years. And during my career, I've had my own TV, my own radio show, syndicated column, acted as an entertainer. And just a keynote speaker. And I've had a thousand businesses in between, but always astrology and all this comes, becomes a part of my life. And so that's, I feel like it's not what I do. It's kind of who I am. Okay.
0: And let me ask you this. When did you know that you were able, like that intuition was, which all, like I tell people, everyone has intuition because everyone comes from source, which right. is delight. So it, it's in it, It's in everyone. It's just the thing of some people's intuition is stronger than others. When did you notice that you had a strong intuition where you picked up on certain things that others could not pick up on?
1: Okay. Well, I was about 11 or 12 years old, but I didn't call it that. I didn't know what it was. Okay. But I remember I was over at a friend's house and I noticed the way her mother treated her, and I thought she wasn't fair with her and wasn't giving. Now, 11-, 12-year-old kid wouldn't notice that, you know, but I did. And I've always been really sensitive since then to people's reactions. I think, actually, you know something. People tell you all about them, and if you're listening, you'll find out. You can almost become a psychic on the fact if you just listen and watch. You know, and I think so many times as I noticed with people – They really don't pay attention to what you're saying and they don't really care all the time. But I listen to everything. Everything is very viable to me. I mean, I will know what kind of a person, like I'm looking at your eyes, what kind of you are, and I see kindness. You know, I mean, or I see not kindness. (laughs) I'm kidding, I'm teasing with you. I'm very, you know, I'm just very, it's just not intuition. It's that people let you know. I mean, really just a quick example. I have an door neighbor who is a very good friend of mine, but she does not have an emotional bone in her body. So I know that I don't discuss certain things with her because she really doesn't want to hear about them. And yet she's a wonderful friend and does everything for me and very good. Then I have other people that I'm just really in tune with, and I can. But I picked up on that the minute I met her. I liked her, but I knew that I knew that that was the way she was. It didn't take. And most people don't even think those thoughts. They don't mm-hmm. care. Okay, but I have those thoughts. A lot when i meet people and, okay and also, oh, yeah, go ahead i don't
0: want to yeah. no 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 it's totally fine it, it's one of those things it's i forgot what the time um frame is where when someone meets someone they always say a person knows within i think it's like 15 or 30 seconds whether they're going to like someone or not and i think yes. intuition, and sometimes we're wrong.
1: once in a while we're wrong i <laughs> i just know there's a friend of mine told me he said, some some people can do and say absolutely anything or everything, and you don't like them. And sometimes people can do absolutely anything and everything, and you do like them. It's not so much what they say. It's like, you know, I met someone. We were looking at some uh, apartments yesterday because it, new ones are coming in our neighborhood. I met this woman. I liked her from across the room. Mm-hmm. I just thought she was just really nice, and we'll probably go out and have lunch together because I just we, we liked each other right away. And sometimes you meet someone and you really don't, you feel, Oh God. And sometimes you feel neutral. You know, yeah. it, it's, not, it's not always these really strong emotions.
0: Okay. All yeah. right. Well, wh- can you tell me some of the things that,
1: oh, yeah. hold on a moment, get off there. My cat is scratching the chair. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what? It always steps in, doesn't it? Yeah. All good, right?
0: okay. No, it's Totally fine. So what I want to ask you, have there been any moments over the years where you've been doing the astrology and working with people where it has been, I don't know if I want to use life changing to a certain degree, but something certain interactions with doing your work that have really stuck with you.
1: Oh God. Yes. I'm, a lot. And sometimes um, every once in a while I find a chart that I can't do, I really have trouble with. And particularly I get most of my readings from a company called thrills.co.uk. And it is a comp- It is actually a celebrity messaging service, but they added all these spiritual. So I do charts from all over the world. I never see the person. We don't really talk. I ask them a few questions, what they'd like to know. And I do a video that they can see. And I can tell by the way they write what they're like. <laughs> I can, and as I do the chart, I get more and more into it, and also a lot of empathic feelings. But I used to do only charts in person, and I found I learned a lot from people. I really did, and I felt like um, I don't know that it was earth shattering or changing, but probably along the way, many times more than not, that I have learned and have felt wow. I really am looking at this a lot different. This person really has issues and stuff. And my life is easier. And I think I need to be more patient and understanding about stuff. So there's always a learning process when I do readings for people. Okay. Yeah, And then when I'm on the phone with the psychic readings, I have, they sometimes they get off in three minutes. I have to make quick decisions about what they're like and what they're doing. And I can tell by their voice where they're at with their voice, the way they, their lilt of their voice or the down of their voice. I can tell.
0: Have you, this just came to me. I, I hear random things sometimes. <laughs> I know, I, was, I
1: love it. It makes it, well, you know, I, I'll i pick up wherever.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Did, have you ever worked with like the police law enforcement or something like that?
1: No, I have never. I don't, I'm not that kind of psychic. I'm not named dates and places. I'm about more, I call myself an empathic psychic. I, if I see you, I feel you and I feel, I, I know what's going to happen. If you have a relationship or if you've got a career, I can tell you where you're going with it. I just, I just kind of know that.
0: But, but with, as far um, as- I was going to say with profiling, but you've never, because it's similar to profiling and yeah. I think that if someone, let's say the law enforcement is looking for somebody, they, they have to profile them is what they have to do. And I was like, she would be really probably good at that.
1: You know, I've never thought about that, but if I know your birthday and <laughs> I look at your picture and I know what you've done, I kind of know where you're going. I do. I do do that. When is your birthday, by the way?
0: Oh, 626 79.
1: OK, so you're a cancer person. Yeah, that's, that's what you wrote me that. I remember you did write me that. Yeah. That. Mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. yeah. And 29. So you were born the first 10 days of the sign. So you a very strong cancer.
0: Yeah, I I am. My rising is still in debate. I, I spoke with another empath, and she's like, "Well, you can sort of claim whatever you feel." Oh, more... you don't know your birth time. Yeah, well, the birth time based. Now, this is the kicker. Back a long time ago, some of my long time listeners already know the story. Back a long time ago, one of my close friends at the time, he's heavily into astrology. Him and I were having a conversation. And he's like, I don't know why, but I feel your rising sign is Aries. And I was like, You do? He's like, Yeah, because he said you can be really blunt at times, and cancers aren't always blunt like that. He's like, This gives me Aries vibes. So we found a book. I forgot what the book was. And I gave him my time of birth, and we looked it up in the book together. And sure enough, I was right on the cusp of Aries in that book. However, if you go to a website and put in the time I was born and everything else, it says that my rising sign is Aquarius.
1: Well, well, here's mm. the, here's, this is why. Okay. Mm. Um, there are s- probably 30 different ways to do an astrology reading and they're all going to be different. So I use, I've used the same whole house, whole sign and I do uh, tropical. So that's mm-hmm. what I come up with. So I think that, um, like, what time were you born?
0: 11.45 p.m.
1: Okay. Of course, it's hard to tell. I don't know. I have to work it out. But if you try, if you ever do your chart again, try all the different systems, and you'll come up with different answers. So, like I said, you can pick whatever you want. And yet, you know, do you know your moon sign offhand?
0: The one that told me my rising was Aquarius said my moon was Leo. Okay, and the other one, you don't know. The, my Venus is, hold on, my Mars is Gemini, and also I think my Venus is Gemini as well,
1: so, and i yeah. trying to think. But I think your moon sign would be Leo, you said Leo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can see that with the Cancer. I can see that a lot with you, you know, the way you talk and the way you act, but- <laughs> <laughs> Again, no, yeah, it is crazy, right? Yeah, no, but I, it's hard. To, you have to do, you have to do several charts. It's you know, I, if I worked one up, I would come up with an answer. And people have said to me, "That's not my rising sign." Well, I said, "Unfortunately, I did your chart for you, and this is the way I do it, and this is what I feel you're rising." I have to because I can't just change um, what I'm going to do because I've been doing this this for thirty years the very same way, and it really works well. So either way of Taurus or Tauruses are probably rising sign, a little more stable, a little more, little more thoughtful, a little quieter, a little bit more organized, planning ahead. And the Aries person is going to jump and go and do and change. And not, there's a, that's the big thing. And this is the way people see you and not the way you really are. Rising sign has nothing to do with your core, your personality. It's the way people view you. And that's often how you feel about yourself but it still may, may not be totally who you are. It's, it's complicated. And people who tell me that they're interested in astrology and study it, I sort of laugh because you've got to do hundreds of charts before you really even know what it's about. It's all together. It's not just this, 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 this. That's why when you get it online, you get your little thing, and it says da-da-da-da-da. That is really meaningless because you're going to either be elated or depressed and has nothing to do with who you are. So always get a real astrologer to do your reading. It doesn't, it can be me, of course.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's good to know as well. So also when you're saying that you pick up on things, do, do you hear stuff as well? Like something, someone says something, I'll give you an example. My mother and my longtime listeners, they know about this. So for those who are listening, they're like, oh, God, here we go with the violin story again. But (laughs) I was having a conversation with my mother and she was talking about my nephew. And she was like, oh, guess what instrument he learned how to play or he's deciding to play. And then something said to me, the violin. So I repeated to my mother what I heard. And then my mother paused for a second. She's like, how did you know that? type of thing do you ever hear stuff like that
1: first of all we all have we all are psychic everybody is psychic to a degree we all have it developed or whatever I get see here's the thing I got a flash but speaking about that I have a good friend who's an actor and she's been doing okay I mean she gets bookings here and there but her goal was just really to have a series so I said you'll have one in two weeks and she texted me and she got one and it wasn't expected. I mean, it was just a wonderful thing. And I also, my chiropractor, who I just went to one time, um, had a really bad relationship and it ended. And I said, well, I, can, I feel within the next month, you will meet somebody new. And he did call me and tell me that he met somebody so i do get these feelings i once told a gal she was going to have her baby it was going to weigh it was going to happen on april 5th and she was going to have the baby was five pounds and four ounces and it was i don't know where that came from okay you know and i wanted to to get to horse races one day really fast they had a book down in mexico and um i said i want i want to go in there i played the fifth race five dollars five to show win place and show and it came up exactly like i said And I don't know why that, it just happened. You know, I just feel sometimes there. I don't like the word coincidence, but I just feel I can tell when things are going to happen to people or, and I don't know where it comes from. I just say it. I just, it just comes out. So I trust myself when I blurt things out sometimes that they're going to happen.
0: That's what another psychic told me that I interviewed. Her name is Corby. And Corby said, because I was, we were having that conversation, because she does tarot readings and things like that too. And she said, no matter how crazy it may sound, she's like, if you're saying something's on a rutabaga truck, da-da-da-da-da-da, she's like, just let it out instead of holding it back. Because it may not make sense to you, but it may make sense to the person who hears it. So I was like, oh. Okay, because yeah, that's why certain things that I hear or that I say when I'm doing like my general readings and stuff like that, I'm just like, okay, why did I hear this?
1: <laughs> we're tuned in. I think we're, just, no, I think we're just tuned in to the universe and the world around us. Okay, I think it's really simple. I, I know so many people, and I like them, but they're just not tuned in to anything. They, they would say say and do things that I would never relate to at all. And they don't, they think of life as just black and white. They're going to go here, do this, this happens, that happens. But I just know all this other stuff that keeps coming into my mind. And sometimes I don't like it, you know. I mean, I mostly do. And I feel like I, sometimes I think to myself, I'm really too judgmental. But then I'm rarely wrong about somebody. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I'll tell my husband about they're this way, this way, and that way. And it'll prove to be right, you know. And... Um, I can be sitting at a poker table. I, I love poker, my secret passion here. <laughs> I can tell by the way people bet, the way they talk, how they are. I just know. But unfortunately I haven't been able to put that to money use yet. Working on that one, yes. Oh. Yeah. Because I can't sit down at a table, I'm maybe too insecure, but you really need to pay attention and not necessarily this word poker face means nothing because I make all kinds of faces. You wouldn't know what's going on. But I can. you can tell there's something in their body and I have to pay more attention to it. When there's something really exciting in their hand, they get quieter, actually. And they just mm-hmm. get, they're not sure. They're looking, they're scanning the cards more. They're looking around, <gasps> excuse me, whether someone has a bad hand, they get rid of it or they're thinking mm-hmm. about it. And they bet, they try to think, slowly, they try to to cover up what's really going on. So if I pay attention, I will know what people are doing, but it takes a lot of concentration. That is not easy. Okay.
0: understood. Speaking of concentration, you're also an author. And I know as a fellow author myself, (laughs) I know it can be difficult to write books at times, like just sitting down and doing it, how? What is that process like with okay. you? Okay,
1: interesting enough. I've written a few books, mm-hmm. and um, two of them didn't do too well. But I did wrote I wrote a book in the nineties. I had a gift basket business, and I thought this is a new industry, and people. I'm the first book out. How to make it a real business? Because it was a cottage industry. I turned it into. I had a huge business. I even did baskets for two of our presidents, and I just and I did had very small budget. I didn't have any money. But I figured out how people can, because so many people got into it thinking they're going to make a fortune, but they, have, they forget they have to sell the baskets. That's the big thing they forget. They have to sell them. And they have to accommodate. They can't just have stuff around. They have to accommodate. So I wrote the book. And in those days, you made phone calls and sent letters. And I got oh. the magazines to cover. I got a huge magazine to cover me, and it became—I'm going to call it a bestseller, even though it wasn't on the New York Times list. But I sold thousands of copies. In fact, I wrote a second book in 2000, and I canceled. I didn't. I didn't publish it because everybody else was writing books, and the, and the business was going downhill. I saw it—that it wasn't hot anymore. And it was at a 10-year. Really hot period where everybody was doing gift baskets, and that was the gift. Property managers, realtors, and car dealers. I had so many clients like that. Today, they don't do that anymore. They had new, whole new gift selection. So, I knew not to write to publish the book, but I knew to take advantage of my book, and it did so well. It got me a lot of speaking engagements. I had book signings. I mean, I was just really a successful author. And so, Today, there's a problem with writing books. Mm -hmm. Everybody's writing books. Okay. On Amazon, you could do it for free. Yes. Yes. Until you, you know, thousands and thousands of authors. So you've got to either be well known in your field, have something so unique, topic, or have a million dollars to market it. Mm -hmm. It is being something successful, author today is I don't care how good your book is if you don't have the ability to market it properly, and it's not enough through social media, you've got to have something really different. You've got to be... And, of course, if you're a movie star, celebrity, or if you're an expert, well, you have, you you know, all these politicians are writing these books. They get advertised on the big shows, and people buy them. But when you're a small little author and you're writing about something, even though you think it's a great topic, you know, it's still is challenging. So the other books didn't do so well. I thought people want me to write astrology books. I said, there's too many books out there. There's too much on the internet. It's overbearing. I said, you know, you want to look up cancer, you'll have at least 10 million different descriptions of it on this on the internet. You know, and I don't use it for I research and I only use um I only go to two places that I look that I feel are worthwhile. And one is Cafe Astrology, and the other is Jessica Davidson. I just, I like what they have to say. Or I look in my old books. Yeah. Okay.
0: Interesting. Yeah, with signs, it, it takes, every sign is different in the sense that it also depends what is in their chart, but I do believe certain signs can be misunderstood.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and we have so much to do you know if you, I like to go there are certain traits though that I have found if you want me to go through them that are probably true of every I'm not going to say every Aries and every Libra, but there are certain things that I've done enough charts to recognize. I can't always recognize people, but I know after I'm with them for a while how everything smooths out with them. Yeah, and they are. I mean, I don't know too many Libras that can make up their mind about anything. And I'm a Libra, you know. And cancer people really is not about so much.
0: All right, we are back. We had a little bit of a technical issue. Things happen, everyone, but we are officially back. So Carol and I we were talking about signs as the technical issue happened, because you were about to say something about cancer. <laughs> <And> I was <laughs> like, no, oh, that's
1: well. That's what we like Yes. No, actually, <laughs> cancer people are very successful in business. They are the most successful sign on the Zodiac. People don't know that. You stick with it. It doesn't work out. You make it happen. You make the changes. And you don't give up. And I've just always known about it. Cancer men and women both very successful, and they say you're overly emotional. I don't. I don't feel that way. I think that you, yes, you love your home. You love things to be a certain way, and uh, of course, you're ruled by the moon, so you're always going to have that that emotional feeling. But you know how to override your emotions too. You can do that. You've yeah, learned to do that. And I if you're if you have an Aries rising, you really know how to override the emotions. Put them in a little box and deal with them later. Well, and see, this
0: is the thing. And I actually talked about this um, probably about a week or two ago on my podcast. And not necessarily just cancer, but water signs in general. I told people that out of the four elements, the most fluid is water. And what some people don't realize is that water, it goes by the environment. And if the temperature drops, water can become solid. And become ice or it can become cold right if the temperature rises and the environment changes water can be just as hot as fire as well if it rises even further Mm -hmm. than steam it can be as light as air (laughs) so it, it water has many forms to it and i think that people try to box water signs in sometimes because we are in tune with our emotions. But just like we're in tune with our emotions, we can shut them off too. <laughs>
1: right. so. but there's three different types. There's different types of emotion here. I want to explain too. Scorpio mm-hmm. is more about external things happening to them. They get emotional about stuff. Cancers are more about the feelings, about uh, what does this feel here or feel there. And they buy into those feelings a lot. And we mm-hmm. have Pisces that are very introspective. Everything is about their feelings, who they are, what they want, and their emotions come from within, from being into that. So we've got different kind of ways of emotionalizing life, I find. And I find that Scorpios are rarely emotional about themselves, but they are so picky, pick up about what's going on around them, and it becomes them. But with you, it's about, it can be either way. It's either either within you or it's without. It depends. But I think that... You are you have a lot of how's the word, a lot of intuition to find, and you got to feel something feels wrong. You got to know for Cancer people is not to do it. If it feels right, then take take your guidance from within and do it and follow through with it. Sometimes Pisces get off a little bit on that because they're way too emotional about themselves. Mm. So you have more of a big actually. Cancers are more balanced, much more. I know all these cancer people, they know how to, yes, this is going on. Yes. I feel that. I feel that they can separate. And that's why they're successful in business because you don't dwell on one thing so that it's going to ruin your life. Scorpios can get so intense about something happening. Oh my God. So there's a, there is a difference. You know, we talk about water signs and of course they get along with earth signs because they water all the earth signs, right? Right. Yeah. So and, and water and earth, really, water and earth signs do get along pretty well together, particularly when the moon signs are in the, in the earth and water signs. They yeah, really it's seem kind of,
0: um, interesting. I have a coworker who I'm pretty close with, and she's a Taurus, and her moon is Cancer.
1: <laughs> you have to know. I mean, well, of course, you know, Cancer, Taurus is the love match of the zodiac.
0: Oh, that yes. I did not know.
1: Yes. So you've got someone you like a lot. Necessarily, it's a romantic but you have you have a lot of simpatico for each other.
0: Okay. Awesome. I didn't I didn't know they were the love match of the zodiac. Yes,
1: the love match of the zodiac. Yeah. Of course okay. they could hate each other too, I guess. No, but you know <laughs> you know there's a fine line between love and hate, you know. Uh, actually, yeah. <laughs> hate is not the opposite of love. Indifference mm-hmm. is the opposite of love really. Think about it. Hate Mm -hmm. sometimes is someone really loves passionately and they claim they hate. They don't really hate. It's really dislike and indifference is the opposite of love.
0: Right, because if you're if you hate someone, that means there's still some type of connection there. But if you you are indifferent, it's just like...
1: Hmm. Exactly. (laughs) So it's not a love, it's not when I say love-hate relationship, it's really love-indifference relationship.
0: Interesting. So Have you... I'm curious, have you ever done like a couples thing before? As in where maybe they're looking to learn more about each other and they're all like hey, the time.
1: Do... really. All the time. I get I get requests for them all the time to do compatibility readings, all the time. And I just put I line up their sun, moon, rising, and the planets and cut across and I crosswise them and see how they work together. I can't determine whether You can fall in love. I can determine, though, what you've got strong on your chart and what might be some challenges. Yeah. So I've done that for years. Yeah.
0: Okay. Interesting. Now, do you, when you're dealing with astrology, do you deal mostly with Western astrology or do you deal with Eastern astrology as well?
1: Well, you know, I, I just use tropical and I use the whole house and I don't do Vedic. Vedic is more, I would say, it's got a whole different philosophy is a Vedic Vedic because they use the planets more than they use the sun and moon so if you have a Vedic chart done it's totally different than if you have like a, a tropical or a sidereal and I mean we say eastern I think of just eastern philosophy and it's a whole different world I really I kind of I'm, I'm really kind of like I say stuck I kind of do it the same way every time because I know I'm going to get enough information to use my other Talents, I guess you could say, of empathic feelings and stuff. I'm not so concerned with the written astrology. It's a guide for me, you know. Okay. And I don't. And I mean, people will tell me, oh, "I've got this on my chart. My life is ruined." I thought, you know, and it's or that uh, I'm supposed to like Scorpios and I don't like them. I thought, <laughs> you know, I do live videos on TikTok. I'm considered an influence on there as my claim to fame. <laughs> um, and this 99% of the questions are. I'm a Scorpio, how do we get along with the Gemini? I'm a Taurus. They all want to know the compatibility of the sunsets. That's mostly all they care about. And, and they believe that that to them is the barometer for their relationship. Because I do uh, mostly, I I think I told you, I mean, probably up till 10 years ago, my average age was over 40 and now it's under 30, up really close down to the Generation X, the late, the teenagers and the early 20s. They're the ones who love astrology. They know all about their sun, moon, rising, but they don't know how to interpret a chart except when they get one that they order, um, you know, online or something. Oh, I, I hope we're not going to go off soon. The thunder is starting. So I just want to warn that I don't want to be cut off without, you know, um, in the middle of a sentence or something,
0: you know? Right. Yeah. For um, my listeners, there is a storm that's happening where Carol is at. So that, there may be another technical difficulty, but we will keep our fingers crossed <laughs> and and hope that it can hold up for just a few more minutes is what we're hoping.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So okay. this astrology, and- you could talk about psychic astrology and impact and spend all day and not cover anything that you could hardly can cover it. There's so much information and in so much. But I believe we all have this extra sense. And we just a matter of using it and take, you know, and I think astrology is popular today is that these younger people are really suffering a lot. They're very, they're worried, they're depressed, they're concerned about their future, they're concerned about relationships, they're about going to school, what's going to happen much more than ever before in history. We have a very, very challenging generation coming up. So when they have their chart done I'm hopefully they feel more confident afterwards and comfortable to go ahead with their plans. And I've done, I've done that. I have helped people do that.
0: Okay. Well, that's definitely good. I know with, um, Eastern for Chinese astrology, I found out that I'm a double cancer because my sun sign is cancer, but also my Chinese sign is the goat, which is the counterpart to cancer.
1: (laughs) So yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, with the, it's really interesting. Let's see if I can remember this. I'll start with cancer. So the goat in Chinese astrology's counterpart is cancer. The, trying to think. Oh my gosh, I forgot what Leo is. I know what Virgo is. Virgo is the rooster in Chinese astrology. Libra is the dog in Chinese astrology. Um, Sagittarius is the rat. I
1: haven't studied that very much. I haven't, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's um, Leo is the monkey, is what Leo is. Uh, Capricorn is the ox. Aquarius is the tiger. Pisces is the rabbit. Aries is the dragon.
1: Boy, you really know your animals here.
0: (laughs) Um, Taurus is the snake. And Gemini is the horse in Chinese astrology. So, yeah is um, what that is. So I just thought it was interesting where, okay, well, I'm a sun cancer and my Chinese sign is also the goat, which is cancer. So it's like a lot of (laughs) emotions going on. And my mother's a goat too, but she's a Scorpio though.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Of course. So then the goat is a symbol of Capricorn in our astrology. Yeah.
0: Right. That is right. Yeah. And then for us for cancers, it's the crab because I guess we like to hold on to things and we have a hard shell, but we're mushy on the inside. Yeah. So,
1: <laughs> you know, or you like to just have a shell around you of protection.
0: Yeah, at times, because sometimes people take our kindness for weakness or attempt to take our kindness for weakness. So it's just kind of like you have to protect yourself. Right. But once they get past it, it's all hugs and love and everything else. It's <laughs> what to it give is. you a
1: hug. <laughs> <laughs> so where are you by the way where are you oh, oh i'm in dallas texas oh you're in dallas yeah oh, okay used to go to dallas all the time for market for when i would buy all my stuff for my gift basket business once a year i loved it because it was a one time people wanted my business i didn't have to go after business well
0: yeah. that, that's a good thing where is people are pursuing you for business versus you having to go out and scout and find
1: yes people. i get one day i had one day a year where I got that treat. Yeah. Because I would go there and buy, and of course they loved me because I had a good business. I would buy 20, 30 cases of something. So, and, and if the gourmet food sector was very small, maybe it's gotten bigger. It depends what the the gift basket business, everybody went there to to buy their stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So anyway, those were fun days. I lived, we lived in Houston.
0: Okay. My brother lived in Houston for a little while. He liked it, but then he ended up moving. He stayed in Amsterdam for a little while as well. So he enjoyed it there. And then he came back to the States. I've lived in um, North Carolina, South Carolina, Florida, California, and then of course, Texas. You like Texas?
1: You like being there?
0: It's very relaxing. It's not go, go, go. It can be if you choose to run in those circles. But for me, I'm not big on that unless I absolutely have to do it. So this is kind of my vibe for now, even though I would be open to living overseas for a little while too. So mm-hmm. like maybe splitting my time between the US and right. another you country. Right, you always take
1: your business over there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's, yeah, it's just the point of doing the balancing act, because when you're dealing with taxes and everything else. Okay,
1: yes, you've got all the other, yes, today, everything is complicated today. You know that.
0: Yeah, things have changed.
1: That's another discussion, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Well, I tell you what, thank you for hanging in there with me. I sincerely appreciate it. Is there anything that you want to tell the listeners, like your website, um, where to buy your books, any?
1: Well, the only thing is if I know that you uh, you post this on some of the social media. Is that correct?
0: Yes, I I do.
1: If you could list some of my links like I sent you on the original with the thrills and Everglare. Those are my two big ones. And so people can reach me for psychic calls or astrology reading. I would really appreciate that. Because I'd like, my goal is honestly, hey, listen, we all have to pay our bills. But I really Mm -hmm. like helping people. I feel like afterwards, when I get a good review and someone I I help them, it makes me feel good all day. So if we can help just a few people in this world, that's that's a lot.
0: Okay. And that's thrills and Everclear
1: yeah, you'll see them on my if you need email me or I, I'll email you the links on there so you'll have them. How's that?
0: Okay, and also they should I'm guessing they should be on your page, but totally fine as well. I'll make sure that everyone has the links in order okay. to reach you because I'm looking at them here. So yeah, for those you have who have them,
1: okay, you have mm-hmm.
0: them. Yeah, for those who are listening, um, it is thrills with the Z. Thrills with the Z dot co.uk forward slash talent forward slash carol dot star and that's two r's so carol dot star with two r's Mm -hmm. so definitely check that out i will put carol's contact information in the details section of this podcast episode as I always say, kirwk main podcasting platform. This podcast is carried on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Overcast, Bullhorn, Amazon Music, Audible, and several other podcasting oh, platforms. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Please feel free to listen to this podcast on whatever platform is most convenient for you. K-I-R-W-K-C on most of the social media platforms. Until next time, be blessed. Okay. Are we-